الرحمن الرحيم أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره المشركون All praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the Lord of all that exists the most compassionate, the most merciful the one who sent his messenger with true guidance and the religion of truth making it prevail over all others even to the dismay of the polytheists وَأَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ جَعَلَ النَّجَاحَ وَالْفَلَاحَ وَالْهِدَايَةَ فِي اتِّبَاعِ سُنَّةِ خَيْرِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ فَقَالَ وَإِن تُطِيعُوهُ تَهْتَدُوا And I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah alone who has no partner and who has made all success and victory and guidance in the following of the sunnah of the best of all messengers sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and as Allah says وَإِن تُطِيعُهُ تَهْتَدُوا and if you follow him you will truly be guided وَأَشْهَدُ أَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ and I bear witness that Muhammad is his slave and his messenger بَشَّرَ اللَّهُ مَنْ أَطَاعَهُ بِمَغْفِرَةِ الذُّنُوبِ وَبِمَا حَبَّتِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He gave glad tidings to the one who obeys Him with forgiveness of his sins and with the love of Allah, the Lord of all that exists. As Allah says, قُلْ إِن كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِ يُحْبِبَكُمُ اللَّهِ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَاللَّهُ غَفُورٌ رَحِيمٌ Say, if you truly love Allah, then follow me. And Allah will love you, forgive your sins, and He is oft forgiving the most merciful. عباد الله اتقوا الله في السراء والضراء وراقبوه في الرخاء والبلاء واعلموا أنكم سائرون ليوم تشيب فيه الولدان فيا الله أو سلافز الله in times of ease and difficulty and be aware of him during times of prosperity and during testing times and know that we are heading Towards the day when even children will become grey. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal nasu attaqu rabbakum inna zalzalata sa'ati shay'un azim. O people, O mankind, fear your Lord. For the violent quaking at the hour is surely a dreadful thing. Yawma tarawnaha tadhalu kullu murdi'atin amma arda'at. Wa tada'u kullu dhati hamlin hamlaha. وَتَرَى النَّاسَ سُكَارًا وَمَا هُمْ بِسُكَارًا وَلَكِنَّ عَذَابَ اللَّهِ شَدِيدٌ The day that you see it, every nursing mother will abandon what she is nursing. And every pregnant woman will deliver her burden prematurely. And you will see people as if they were drunk, though they will not be drunk. But the torment of Allah is terribly severe. أَمَّا بَعْدْ فَإِنَّ أَصْدَقَ الْحَدِيثِ كَلَامُ اللَّهِ وَخَيْرُ الْهَدِي هَدِيُ مُحَمَّدِ صلى الله عليه وسلم Indeed, the most truthful of speech is the speech of Allah and the best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم وَشَرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ And the most evil of all affairs are the newly invented matters and every newly invented matter into the religion is a bid'ah 
and every bid'ah is misguidance, and every misguidance is in the hellfire. Ayyuhal Muslimun. Indeed, this Quran was revealed as a shifa, as a mercy, and a source of guidance for all people and all generations. This Quran was not sent to any people in particular. Yet we find that without doubt the best of those who followed its teachings were undoubtedly the Sahaba radiallahu anhum ajma'een. And this was due to their sincerity and their true iman. And it's not restricted to the fact that they lived among Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or that the Qur'an was revealed among them or in front of them. Rather, they were truly the best of people. In their belief, they were the best. In their ikhlas, in their sincerity towards this deen, towards Allah, and in their love for Allah and the Messenger, they were truly the best. They were guided by Allah. So let us take guidance from them. And let us take a lesson from them in their steadfastness. Sa'ad ibn Ubadah in Sahih Muslim it's narrated that he said to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if you order us to plunge our horses into the sea we would do so and if you order us to lead our horses to the most distant of places we would do so Lama mata Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away and he had sent the army of Usama, it was said to Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu an to call back the army. And so he said words that should be written in gold. Wallahi la ahullu uqdatan aqadaha Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said by Allah, I will not undo any covenant or any agreement that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama placed. Even if the birds and the wild predatory beasts of Medina were to snatch us, even if the dogs were to drag the mothers of the believers by their feet, ma radattu jayshan wajjahahu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I will not call back the army that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has sent forth. أَفَأُطِيعُهُ حَيًّا وَأَعْصِيهِ مَيِّتًا أَفَأُطِيعُهُ حَيًّا وَأَعْصِيهِ مَيِّتًا And he said, Will I be one that obeyed him whilst he was alive and now I disobey him after he has passed away? هذا هو الصديق رضي الله عنه this is As-Siddiq in his following the command of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his refusal to oppose him. The Sahaba radiallahu anhum, they followed the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi al-qalili wa al-kathir. No matter how small, no matter how much it was, they followed him. And they stuck to his instructions. No matter how simple and easy and no matter how hard or heavy. In a hadith in Abu Dawood from Jabir ibn Abdullah radiallahu anh, he says, لَمَّا اسْتَوَى رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يَوْمَ الْجُمُعَةِ When Rasulullah ascended the mimbar 
sallallahu alaihi wasallam on the day of Jumu'ah, he said, "Ijlisu." He gave an instruction to all to sit down. فَسَمِعَ ذَلِكَ بْنُ مَسْعُودٍ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهِ Ibn Mas'ud, he heard this as he was entering the masjid. فَجَلَسَ عَلَى بَابِ الْمَسْجِدِ And he sat at the door of the masjid. For he heard the instruction and he immediately implemented. فَرَآهُ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ تَقَافَ قَالَ تَعَالَ يَا عَبْدَ اللَّهِ بِنْ مَسْعُودِ When he saw this, he said to him, Come, O Abdullah bin Mas'ud. But this was the nature of the Sahaba. The Sahaba radiallahu anhum, they followed the commands and teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, even if it was to over their nafs, over their wealth, their children or their parents. Al-Tabarani narrates a hadith that Al-Talha ibn al-Barra radiallahu anhu after accepting Islam, he met the Prophet ﷺ and he said, Ya Rasulullah, instruct me with anything, whatever pleases you. فَلَا أَعْصِي لَكَ أَمْرًا I will never disobey your instruction. And so this impressed the Prophet ﷺ. This was a young boy. فَقَالَ لَهُ عِنْدَ ذَلِكَ إِذْهَبْ فَقْتُلْ أَبَاكَ So he said to him, go and kill your father. So the boy went and took his sword. And he was on his way until the Prophet said to him, Aqbil, come back, for I was not sent to break off family ties. Yani this was a test for him, just to see, was he true in what he was saying or not? But the Sahabi, as young as he was, was ready and true to fulfill the instruction of the Prophet wasallam. They were, the Sahaba radiallahu anhum, were firm upon his sunnah. Even if they did not understand the hikmah behind it. We find a hadith in Al-Bukhari that Umar ibn Khattab, radiallahu anhu, he comes to the Hajr al-Aswad and he kisses the Hajr al-Aswad, the black stone, and he speaks to it and he says, Inni a'lamu annaka hajarun. Indeed, I am well aware that you are only a stone. La tadurru wa la tanfa' You cannot harm nor can you benefit. وَلَوْلَا أَنِّي رَأَيْتُ النَّبِيَّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ يُقَبِّلُكَ مَا قَبَّلْتُكَ Had I not seen the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم kissing you, I would have never kissed you. This is Umar. A man who was strong and proud by nature. He refused, he would never kiss a stone. But because he saw the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم kissing the stone, he kissed the stone. This is the Sahaba radiallahu anhum. And there are so many incidents and narrations that shows us how steadfast they were in following the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa and his teachings. The hadith of Uqba ibn Amir where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa said to him, Shall I not teach you the three best chapters that have been revealed in the Torah, Injil, Zabur and the Furqan? He said, Indeed, may Allah sacrifice me for you. And so Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to him, Recite, قُلْ هُوَ اللَّهُ أَحَدٌ قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ And then he said, أَوْ عُقْبَةِ لَا تَنْسَاهُمْ Do not forget them. لَا تَنْسَاهُمْ Do not forget these, these surahs. Do not go sleep unless you have recited them. And so عُقْبَةِ said, 
I never forgot them. From the moment he said to me, La tansahum. The moment the Prophet said to me, Do not forget them, I never forgot them. And I never went to sleep unless I recited them. The hadith of Ali ibn Abi Talib, radiallahu anhu, in Sahih al-Bukhari, when Fatima binti Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam comes to her father asking for some help around the house for a servant. And he said to her, shall I inform you of something better than that? When you go to bed, recite subhanallah 33 times, alhamdulillah 33 times, and Allahu Akbar 34 times. That's better than having a servant. Meaning this will suffice your needs. But stick to this adhkar. Stick to this dhikr. Ali radiallahu anhu, he said, I have never failed to recite it ever since. The day the Prophet sallallahu taught this to Fatima was the day I started this dhikr and I never left it off ever since. And so somebody said to Ali, even on the night of the battle of Siffin, the night that you went to battle, Ali said, even on the night of the battle of Siffin, before I slept, I made this adhkar. Um Habiba, radiallahu anha, she says, I heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying, whoever prays 12 rak'ah in the day and night, a house will be built for him in Jannah. So Um Habiba said, مَا تَرَكْتُهُنَّ مُنْذُ سَمِعْتُهُنَّ مِنْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وسلم, I never left off the sunnah from the moment I heard it from Rasulullah صلى الله عليه وسلم. So Anbasa, who narrates the hadith from her, he says, مَا تَرَكْتُهُنَّ مُنْذُ سَمِعْتُهُنَّ مِنْ أُمِّ حَبِيبَةِ I never left off the sunnah since the day I learned it from Um Habiba. This is the Sahaba. This is our Salaf. These are our predecessors. Abu Huraira, radiallahu anhu, he says, Awsani khalili bithalathin, la ada'uhunna hatta amut. He says, my best, my beloved friend, advised me with three things that I will not leave off until the day I die. Until the day I die. To fast three days of every month to make salat al-duha and to not sleep except after praying witr. But notice his words, I will never leave them off until the day I die. This is the Sahaba radiallahu anhum when it comes to knowledge, when it comes to implementing the sunnah that they learned from their khalil, from their beloved friend Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When it comes to sticking to the sunnah and avoiding innovation and that which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi did not do. The hadith of Muawiyah, he's making tawaf with Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhum. And Muawiyah was touching the Kaaba at the corners of the Kaaba. So Ibn Abbas says, why are you touching these corners? The, the two corners. The Prophet sallallahu did not touch them. So Muawiyah says, nothing of this house should be left. It's a, it's a Kaaba. So Ibn Abbas said, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ He recited the ayah of the Qur'an. Indeed, in Rasulullah, you have the best of example. Did Muawiyah argue? Did Muawiyah say, well, this and well, that? 
Muawiyah said to him, Sadaqt, you've spoken the truth. Khalas, in, enough, you've spoken the truth. We avoid touching these parts because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam did not touch them. One of the ministers who came later on, Bishri ibn Marwan, he's on the mimbar for Jumu'ah. And during the sermon, the part of the dua comes up and he raises his hands and he makes dua. Allahumma a'izza al-Islam al-Muslim. Like we hear every week. At the end of the khutbah, the sahaba who was still living went to him and said to him, how ugly are your hands? How ugly are your hands? For Allah, we did not see Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallama raise his hands except that he pointed his finger whilst making dua. And this hadith is in Sahih Muslim. A man is sitting next to Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhumah and he sneezes and he says, Alhamdulillah, wassalamu ala Rasulillah. He said, Alhamdulillah, after he sneezed. And, Assalamu ala Rasulillah, and peace be upon the Messenger of Allah. And so um, Abdullah ibn Umar said to him, I also say this, you know, at times, Alhamdulillah, Wassalamu ala Rasulillah, Walaysa hakadha allamana Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, but this is not how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us. Allamana an naqula, Alhamdulillah, ala kulli hal. He taught us to say, Alhamdulillah, ala kulli hal. But notice Abdullah ibn Umar, he could have easily said, but that's also something good. You said Alhamdulillah and you said peace upon the messenger. But he said, this is not the sunnah. The sunnah is to say Alhamdulillah ala kulli hal. In other narrations, we are taught to say Alhamdulillah as well. But notice the strictness of the sahaba. Radiallahu anhum ajma'een. Ha'ulai hum ashabu rasulillah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. These are the companions of the Messenger of Allah. Our role models. There was nobody more strict upon following his sunnah than them. Nobody was more severe in sticking to the sunnah than them. They are the ones whom Allah guided. So let us follow them in their guidance. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Wa ati'u Allah wa ati'u rasoola wa ahdharu. فَإِن تَوَلَّيْتُمْ فَعْلَمُوا أَنَّمَا عَلَى رَسُولِنَا الْبَلَاغُ الْمُبِينَ Allah Azza wa Jal says, Obey Allah and obey the Messenger and beware. But if you turn away, then know that our Messenger's duty is only to deliver the message clearly. أَقُولُ مَا تَسْمَعُونَ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ الحمد لله رب العالمين وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله ولي الصالحين وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أرسله ربه رحمة للعالمين صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا إلى يوم الدين أما بعد One of the main differences between us and the great Sahaba is that they were people who truly said and believed in the statement سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says إِنَّمَا كَانَ قَوْلَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ إِذَا دُعُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ لِيَحْكُمَ بَيْنَهُمْ أَيْ يَقُولُوا سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا وَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says The only response of the true believers When they are called to Allah and his messenger So that he may judge between them 
is that they say we and we obey sami'na wa ata'na it is they who will be truly successful and so this is the believer when we hear a hadith or an ayah of the quran the statement of the believer is to say sami'na wa ata'na we've heard what allah has to say we've heard what rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has to say and we obey that's the believer that's what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us the only thing we have to say is sami'na wa ata'na we have no choice in the matter we have no right to have a choice in the matter our duty is to say sami'na wa ata'na and this is the difference between us and the sahaba the sahaba said it truly we heard and we obey no questions asked they followed and they stuck to what they followed and they did not die except that allah was pleased with them today we hear a hadith but maybe it's not haram it's just makruh oh the sunnah is to do this but it's only a sunnah it's perhaps not fard but it's just a sunnah and like this we belittle the sunnah of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and this is the difference between us and the sahaba the examples are endless no need to go into the details it's the lesson that matters where are we with regards to our respect towards the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam our love for the sunnah our magnifying and giving it its true status that's the question we need to ask ourselves hadha wa sallu wa sallimu ra'akumullah ala bashir nadir faqad amarakum allah bi dhalika fi kitabih faqala azza min qailin alima inna allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi ya ayyuhalladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima allahumma salli ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad kama sallaita ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim innaka hamidun majid allahumma barik ala muhammad wa ala ali muhammad kama barakta ala ibrahim wa ala ali ibrahim innaka hamidun majid warda allahum anil khulafai rashidin abi bakir wa umar wa uthman wa ali wa an baqiyat al-sahabati wa tabi'in وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين وأذل البدع والمبتدعين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار وارخنا الجنة مع الأبرار يا عزيز يا غفار يا رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة الله.